Hello and welcome to the Hip Hop Stop here on DCUFM. Doing a little impromptu episode, uh, kind of summer edition of the Hip Hop Stop. Myself, Connor, uh, just by myself today, no Rob or Adam. I wanted to do a couple album reviews because I planned on reviewing these albums for a little while now. I was going to do another Instagram post like I did for Juice World's Death Race for Love. If you haven't seen that, go and check it out over on our Instagram at DCU Hip Hop Stop. And you can check us out on Twitter as well at DCU Hip Hop Stop. But I thought for today, just instead of doing a little post and just talking about it, writing about it, I'd actually come into the studio, give a proper chat about it, play a couple songs, and give a kind of better breakdown than I could over text. So, the first album I'm going to review today is Nina, the 20-year anniversary album for Strange Music, which is Tech Nine's label. And I'm a big fan of Tech Nine. I love his flow. I think he's fantastic. He's got some absolute banger tunes. And this album is just utterly fantastic. But I could talk a fair bit about Tech Nine, but I think I better let the man introduce himself here on DCUFM. And so that was Nina there here on DCUFM from Tech Nine's new album, Nina. Um, I just thought he kind of gave a good introduction to himself there, better than one I could have given. But I wanted to talk about this album because. Well, I just think it's phenomenal, really. So as I said, I absolutely adore Tech 9 I think his flow is incredible. It's just real, kind of very choppy because he can just go, go, go. He doesn't need to really stop, take a breath. He doesn't do the kind of slow flow you might see from guys like Royce the 5'9", or you might see from other artists. It's just absolutely insane. And so for me, I love that because I love when I'm listening to rap fast. And for me, the faster it is, the better it is. Um. As I said, this album, it kind of commemorates 20 years of strange music, so it's a celebration of what Tech's been able to achieve during his career because he was signed to a couple of labels, but then he decided to go independent, which I think was a good decision for him because it allowed him to make the music he wanted to make. And we can see that the music Tech wants to make, it's really good based on the songs from this album. Um, it's kind of an affirmation that after these 20 years, he still has just as much skill on the mic. He's showing off that even independent, he's still better than a lot of people at big labels. Um, a lot of the songs kind of have a screw you to the haters in them, uh, like Chuki Fever. Chuki, I think, is Swahili for hate. So it's kind of saying, like, I don't really care if you don't like me. I know I'm great, uh, which I think is good because it's not really him kind of bragging without any merit because he shows consistently over the album and over every other album that he's done that he has enough talent to warrant him being one of the best rappers. Um, there's a lot of features on the album which sometimes can detract from it, but I think every feature on this album makes sense. Instead of making the song worse, or instead of being like, okay, yeah, we'll just listen to their verse and then get on with the rest of the song, they all add something. They all have their own unique voice, their own presence, and they make the song better than what it would have been with just Tech by himself. So I think he's done very well with the uh, with the features there. Um, I think as well, the way he released the album was quite clever. So there was a lot of mini kind of EP style releases to this where he'd release a couple songs in duos. Uh, he released like eight of them before the album came out and then a 22 song album came, which was just class. Um, a theme I like on the album, which seems to carry throughout most of his career is religion. Because a lot of time people can get scared to talk about religion because it's a very debatable, contested issue in the world, politics, music, anything. Um, but... Tech has a unique stance on it because he was, at least according to him, brought up as both a Muslim and a Christian. So he talks about that, the elements of both coming together in his music. But then he takes a weird stance where he portrays himself as a persona of this kind of demonic, satanic person. So nearly going against everything he's been brought up as, even though he preaches about his religious stuff as well. Because even in the music videos, I think for Like I Ain't, 
he in the music video he does some satanic ritual where he kills two police officers he's dressed like some kind of devilish figure so it's weird seeing how he contrasts that but so i just thought that was a great album i would highly highly recommend that you go listen to it i just think it's phenomenal and it's also got a good replay value so that's something that we've discussed on the show before where an album can be fantastic but you don't want to sit down and just listen to the album. You need to be in the right mood. You might only listen to a couple of songs. This is an album that no matter what, you can just listen to the whole thing over and over and over again because it's just that good. Um, I'm not going to give my objective score because I don't feel like I know enough about music to say how good an album is definite. But in my personal opinion, I'd give the album an 8 out of 10. I just think it's really good. I think the features are incredible. It's got a lot of songs. So there's a lot of different content on the album and as well as that his flow his voice and he's got very good lyrics as well so i think overall very good album that's not all we're doing here on the show today though we've got one more album to go over and i'll just kind of tease it here for indie Sue fm to see if you can work out what we're talking about next So that there was King James from Ventura by Anderson Pack, which is next album we're going to be talking about. And again, another album I'm a big fan of. I was originally going to review this as a standalone album, but when I was doing my research, I realized I can't really look at this without talking a little bit about Oxnard as well, which is the last album released from Anderson Pack about five months ago at this point. Um, so this album. Venturis. I forgot the name of it there for a second. Um, they were. It was created at the same time as Oxnard, and I think they're originally possibly going to be released as the same album entitled uh, Oxnard Ventura uh, because Dr. Dre let that slip last May in an interview uh, saying that Anderson Pack was working on an album called Oxnard Ventura, but then apparently it was split into two separate albums because um, they're both created at the same time. Um, and Anderson said that he nearly went crazy making Oxnard. He put so much work into it, and that album was insanely good. So you can see why he nearly went crazy. He put so much work into it, and it did pay off. Uh, but he said he was a lot more relaxed with Ventura, and I think that was because he was given more control over the reins. He could kind of take his time, just have fun, make that, because he already had Oxnard pretty much done. Um, and you can even tell with the album as well. Ox- or Ventura is a much more relaxed album in terms of the content, in terms of the songs, than uh, Oxnard, like Ventura is the type of one that you'd see in like a montage of someone chilling at the beach in some kind of movie or something whereas like Oxnard is more get pumped get hyped uh, these are all just kind of summer jams nearly and as well as that he's got a good few features like with um, Nina the Tech 9 album but there's one feature in particular from somebody who I haven't heard from in a while and who I think definitely needs to release more music and I'll just give you a little taste of it here. So here's Come Home from Ventura featuring Andre 3000. What an absolute tune there from Anderson Pack and Andre 3000. Forgot his name there for a second. Um, no, that is one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion, Come Home. Um, because... As well as just being such a lovely, chill vibe for the most part, Andre comes in absolutely spitting bars, just an insane flow. I think it's incredible, and it really wasn't expected. And to go so hard on the first track, I think it was really, really good. So that's my stance on it. And as well as that, I really want more music from Andre 3000. We really need it. Um, I kind of like the vibe of it because, as I said, it's very relaxed. A lot of the songs are about love and relationships, which is nice because Oxnard was that's about that Oxnard had more of a kind of nearly seriousness to it. This is very much more laid back. And I think the final song in the album is really kind of chilling because he managed to get a Nate Dogg sample on it who died a couple years ago, who was an absolute king 
of hip-hop R&B kind of tracks uh, just because he had such an amazing voice so I really like that Um, as I said I'm not going to give an objective opinion on the album just because I don't know enough about music but from a personal standpoint I'd give it a 7 out of 10 I don't rate it as highly as Nina not because I don't think it's as good but because it's less my type of music it's very much more relaxed whereas I like the hard hitting heavier stuff but I can really appreciate how nice this album is to just sit back and listen to so that's why, yeah, 7 out of th 10, I feel is good for my personal opinion. So, we're going to leave it at that, and I'm going to finish off with, again, one of the best tracks from Nina. Here it is, Like I Ain't, on DCU-FM. Hey.